Yo, I am so excited. The ancestors are here. They're they, they, they rocking out. They have messages. They always do. And I'm excited to be here. This is so this is the Legally Great podcast, y'all. Welcome. This is a different version of it. This is version upgraded. Went from big mama to great mama, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but on this show, we have two of my favorite people on this planet. We have Shanti, and I'm gonna let Shanti describe her to you, but Shanti is a muse. Literally, she inspires me. And I mean that in legitimately the most literal way. Um, she, besides that, um, she's a very spiritually gifted person. She's in media, she's an artist, she's a, a model, you name it, she does it. And then <laughs> we have Monsieur Irving Jean-Jacques, Monsieur Fenois. <laughs> Um, Herb is like one of the most amazing human beings that I know. He's a fellow Scorpio, just like Big Mama. He is, um, I like Great Mama. Say, yes. Great Mama. Thank you. Great Mama. Thank you. I would like to say that he puts a spotlight on the industry wherever he's at. He shows truth. And I think that's the beautiful thing about Fenwa because darkness is whenever there's light, it casts shadows on, on things, right? Okay. So it's kind of lit. And, you know, Shanti and I talk about Irv all the time about how awesome he is. So I'm super excited <laughs> to have him on here. And wow. the main reason why I like this setup is because you can't, women cannot work without men, men cannot work without women. This whole bullshit of independence of genders, that is not a Haitian thing. That doesn't come from Africa. And when by Africa, I'm not talking about the Africa that's staying here post-colonization. I'm talking about pre, I'm talking about Dahomeyan Africa, where, mm -hmm. where, my, where my tribes came. If you don't know about Dahomey, find out about it, homie. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, so anytime I'm present, there's always a man present and you'll see that in all my, all my, uh, everything that I do. Cause I, I, I follow divinity. So now with that said, I'm going to open it up. We can talk. Shanti came through. She had a question on her heart. Irv is, it's the Aki to give us his perspective. And we just going to see what spirit has for us tonight. Let's go. <laughs> A word. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, we got to the source of it. Anytime you, you think of a desire or a question, like it's really good to get to like the the root of it. And I guess the root of it is um, how can I trust myself and, and decision-making and um, especially when you're connecting with like another being, you know, it's like, I, I, I can trust myself this much, but when it includes another life and now I'm supposed to put my life in your hands, in, in a sense, it's not really my life in your hands, but yeah, how do I trust myself and keep maintain that trust in the space of a new being, uh, a male being that I, you know, that, <laughs> that I'm trying to connect with. Um, yeah, yeah. How do you develop self-trust? Am I, am I doing these pull cards live? I was just kind of shuffling. I wasn't going to bring it in, but if it... If it... I think if, if Spirit's telling you to pull cards, you pull cards. What I <laughs> understand is you're, as, you go, as you go through this, a little bit about spirituality, your whole fucking life, they've been telling you that your imagination isn't real. How does, how does a being, think about this, a being that has no body, that has no form, how does this entity create... And the entity I'm talking about is divine source. How does it create? Does it not create through the non-physical, through thinking, through thought, right? If that's the way it thinks, that's the way you think as well. That's the way you create. So when you, when you see something in your head, it is real. 
When you feel it, you provide fuel to that image and you push it out into the universe. And then when you relax and believe it is true, you just accepted it and allowed it to come and magnetize it back to you. So you see there's three steps. First, you see it, then you fuel it, you push it out, then you magnetize it back to you by relaxing into it. Mm. So there, those are three steps of manifestation. See it, you fuel it, pull it out, and you magnetize it. Yeah, so for the reason sure. I said that is that when I told you you pull out a card, if you feel it, that's imagination. Where is it coming from? Who's giving you that information? Yeah. When do you trust this? It's all, it's all ties into the trust. So you, you pull in a card? I definitely am because I was already setting up, like I cleansed my cards and everything right. and I'm going to do it before the timing, but the timing yeah. happened and here we it's are. Perfect. So, the, so <laughs> it's seeming like the theme of the night is trust and it, we're trying to figure out how do we trust ourselves. So before you pull the cards, I kind of want to feel, um, Irv, do you have any kind of statements about what, what it means to trust yourself? Uh, I'm trying to actually figure that part out. You know, uh, I think I've been, I think a lot of people have been conditioned not to. And then we act the way not according to, you know, all that we can be compared to what we don't believe in. Hmm. You know, I'm trying to figure that part out right now. Like, oh, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like knowing I could do it and then actually doing it and not doubting that I could do it. You know what I mean? So first, yeah. so we, we got our first, this is what I tell you guys. We all have all the answers together. That's what you just have to get together and ask and spirit will talk through you. So mm-hmm. spirit just came through herb and said, a lot of people have been conditioned not to trust, conditioned. What does that mean? That means that you naturally were born trusting yourself. We all are, right? You're born true, you die true. In between is confusion. So what happened in between that caused you to lose trust in yourself. You got to go there. I'm not saying to go over here, but you've got to go there in your subconscious and do the what's called shadow work. Find out mm-hmm. the first moment where you had, where you decided that you wanted to do something and it wasn't accepted, and yeah. you actually got rejected for it. You got punished for it. And another thing I want to talk about before you pick that card is the ego and how the ego's only purpose is to is to protect you. And so when you're, when you don't trust yourself, that's the ego saying, no, last time you trusted yourself, you ended up getting hurt according to your perception. So if you keep, if you trust yourself, you're going to get hurt. So we're going to give you this trust issue and we're going to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. And I mean, I definitely think if you think about the source, the main, if you're going to go back to the first trusting, it's definitely going to be familial, right? It's going to be you saying something and then some kind of parental figure being like, no. And then you being like, well, I guess I'm wrong. So it it, it, it always comes yeah. back to the shadow work and the inner child work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I think a lot of people, uh, you want to talk about conditioning, they get it from their mom and dad who probably get it from their mom and dad or the church or whoever, you know, like a, like a non-black or I want to call it a melanated figure. You know what I mean? If you go mm-hmm. far enough up the, the, the totem pole, I would, I would wager it wouldn't be like a melanated figure they're looking up to. Mm. And I think, you know, 
I, you, I, we had a conversation earlier, Shanti, and we were talking about how when Jean-Jacques Dessalines liberated the slaves, he knew it was a two-step process, right? He knew the first step was to physically liberate, and liberate them from shackles of slavery. But he also knew that his people were under the brainwashing of the colonizers for centuries. And that he was, he had to do the work of washing their mind. And two years after he was, after uh, liberation forming Haiti, they killed him. He never finished the work. And so our people, our parents are still living with the diseases that have been inflicted upon them mentally by slavery. And so mm. you have shit like you're growing up in Haiti. You can't talk in front of older people. I couldn't do that. If an older person laughed and I got the joke, I couldn't laugh. Because that meant that I was be entering um, the old, uh, into the business of the old of the adults. I didn't have a yeah. position or a right to speak, and I never could question. You couldn't ask questions. Get a yeah. You get hit. So you, they teach you that you can't trust yourself because when you do something, you not knowing, you get hit. I, you know, I remember that I, there's so many instances where I would just say a joke, bad joke, like you don't say that, that and I'm yeah. like, damn, I had the, the best intentions. So I think our people are still mentally slaves and they keep raising us to be like <laughs> slaves, removing our capacity to trust in the process. Yes, definitely. It's definitely like a, a process of, of deprogramming ourselves, mm -hmm. like seeing the systems in place that have been put there that don't align with our truth and and removing it and putting in that work to remove it um so i mean speaking of i pulled a card <laughs> and it's the eight of pentacles and i feel like it's so appropriate the reason i started speaking i was like can you enlighten me to the meaning of that card Yes, I will. I, um, I mean, I definitely I'm, I'm kind of like in the beginning, but a lot of the, the the images, the imagery really helps you to understand what's going on. You see this guy, he's like working on his craft. He's putting in work to create pentacles and pentacles usually have to do with um, money. It's usually like abundance and creating something, but he's oh. he's working on his craft. He's working hard on his craft. So I guess what I'm getting from this is that you have to work on, you put in work to, to, to have the trust. You have mm. to, it's not something that you can sit in passively. Like you have to actively be putting in the steps to create trust. Um, I'm definitely, if anybody else on here has anything else about what this card means, I'm, I'm totally open to that as well. And I do have a little card that, um, a little booklet that tells you a little bit more, but I, I got a re reading recently and this came up and- Where does he work? Is it against a tree? Yeah, so this is a tree right here. And he's like sitting on a piece of wood. Um, I know it's a bright card. A lot of the things have something to do with the colors, the whites and the blue and the yellow. So I see like brightness, light. Um, and he's just like actively like hammering. Like he's, he created all this. So like, it's like he's gaining trust in his skill and his craft as he keeps as making more. As he keeps more. making more, he becomes more confident. Exactly. So it's like making more decisions. Like, right. and, and, and I guess, Part of it like when you but do work we, what what are those pentacles up. leaning on 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 a tree what is a tree oh, grounded mm -hmm. maybe like 
Mm. Mm -hmm. What does a tree represent? Tree represents many things. Your tree represents your ancestors, knowledge, because all trees have roots that are deeply embedded. So he is literally leaning on the divine knowledge of self because you are, you're, you're not, you're not uh, separate from your ancestors. You're not separate from those divine beings we call Luaz. You're not separate from source. You're not separate from the universe. So he's leaning on that understanding as he creates. Mm. Ha. Ha. That's powerful. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ooh, okay. And then I, ha I have another thing from the picture as well. You can't really see it that much, but I noticed that there's like, in the background, there's like a little castle or something, but it seems like he's away from it. So mm -hmm. it's like he step away from like where everyone was or like where he's like in solitude. He's not around any other people. You see that the city is in the distance. So I think part of it is like taking that time itself, stepping mm -hmm. away. Going inwards, self, do the work. Craft and your ancestors leaning on your ancestors. Okay. Yep. And let's look at another thing. What did I say? You're born true, you die true. In between is confusion. Let's say in the back, that's his mansion. And he's working for more money to get more, not realizing he's already rich. Everything you seek, you already have. You have to eliminate the things that are blocking it. Mm. So you want trust, girl, you already trust yourself. You already trust. You do. You were born trusting, you yeah. were die trusting. But what happened is you have to stop and think, what is it that I'm being told by this feeling of lack of trust? Because it's not that you don't trust, you don't have enough information. You haven't asked enough questions for you to feel confident about the decision that you're gonna make, whether you go or not. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good point. It's like, we, we're born trusting ourselves. So it's like, we remove the things that that created a blockage to our mm -hmm. own, to ourselves. Hmm. And I feel like initially I had my answer. And then I started thinking of like things outside of myself. I was yeah. like, people, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Or like somebody else might be, would, would think about this a little longer or whatever. And I did, I went in and asked my questions, got my answers. I'm still, I'm probably gonna go. <laughs> so what, what is, what's the, what's the point that's making you unsure about going um well because okay i i guess it, it comes back to trust i i guess i i'm like questioning how quickly i trusted like kind mm -hmm. of having some expectation of like um what should be built before trust or you know but i definitely am confident in my reading of people I've been on this earth for some time and understanding energy and, uh, you know, um, so yeah, I, I do, I do have, I do have confidence. I, yeah, I, I think I have my, I have my answer for sure. Um, but definitely people always think that they're going to feel like 100% sure, no doubt, zero doubt. Do you know why in the Bible, not that I'm saying I follow the Bible, it says you need this, the, the faith of a mustard seed to move a mountain? Because sometimes that, that's all we can muster. You feel me? <laughs> like, some, like most of the time when you're trying to do something that's never been done before, the only faith you can have is the faith of the mustard seed. That's all you can do. And since we know we human beings have been built programmed, we have an ego, we have all this shit, it would be cruel for it yeah. to be the other way, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So like all you need is a little bit of faith that is going to work. And then let's stop back and talk about what we live in. You guys, we live in a planet that is made up of molecules and proteins and, and, and things that are made up of electrons, right? That's just made up of thoughts and consciousness and that exists at frequencies. The energy that makes up everything exists at various frequencies. All you've got to be mindful of is what you're vibing at. You feel yeah. me? Are you aware of your frequency? Because everything that comes to you is, is reflecting that, in, that your, your internal state of frequency. So if you go on this, okay. if you go on this trip, and you saw it in your mind, you felt it in your soul that it was good. You're at that frequency. It's already there. But the moment you start going in like, man, did I make the right choice? Blah, blah, blah. You start, you start reducing the frequency. You notice how you don't feel as high as when you were just fully enveloped and engulfed in it. Yes. And that's where the, tr- just in that guy who was working, the work is I'm going to go on this trip. That's one pentacle yeah it's I'm true gonna go on the next trip that's the next pentacle so as you do things you're afraid of you start developing more and more confidence more and more uh, trust in the universe and self yeah definitely I looked in the book just to confirm and we were completely right about what it says it's just that you know somebody doing the same task over and over again to work towards mastery you know um so yeah it's like just keep making the decision and that you that you trust and that you have faith in and then you're going to keep fine-tuning it along the way um I definitely feel that and then what you were saying too about like how there was an energy out there and then you kind of like take a couple steps back with the doubting and stuff I was watching some video um recently that was talking just about that and how how when you're on this journey of like raising vibration and like really trying to take control over manifesting your destiny. It's kind of like a, a dance, it's a tango because you, you have this confidence and stuff, but then you have those moments that can kind of energetically bring you back with like doubt and victimization and um, and, and, and like, what is it? All, the, all these mentalities that kind right. of lower your vibration. So it's kind of like going up but then down and up and down. Is that a bad like, thing though? It's not a bad thing, yeah. It's, it's, it's the journey. It's not gonna be like a straight, right. it's, be like that you know zigzag gonna be a little dance along the way that's fine it's fine it's part of it is the pro is the process people think that's why i i get really nervous about this love and light movement we're just like love light focus on the positive positive but then i look out in nature these nut lines are fucking up these antelopes (laughs) (laughs) these niggas i'm like shit so I'm part of nature. You're telling me to be nonviolent, but I just saw this fucking jaguar just tear this other animal to shreds. I was at the beach, bro. I saw this one seagull have a bag of fucking popcorn in his hand. Twelve <laughs> seagulls surrounded that motherfucker and took that. They didn't share. So we started looking at it like that is part of us. So if you just say love and light and you ignore that part, it goes deep into your subconscious. And when you get drunk and you your spirit is revealed to you, you keep talking about spirits. Whose spirit is that? Mm-hmm. Your own spirit is revealed to you. You say, that's not me. That's the dr- That was the alcohol, that was a drug me. Who the fuck is that? 
that's you in your subconscious you refuse to look at yourself and when you drink mm-hmm. that's the only time you look at yourself and you're real mm-hmm. I, I personally believe there are only a couple times you meet a real person when they're fucking angry and when they're drunk they tell you the truth when people are mad i never liked you and your hair nappy and your breath stink <laughs> your left titty too small <laughs> you know what i'm saying it all comes out <laughs> i'm talking this, these are things you know about myself they all say that yes yo i agree i agree completely right because it's like duality exists and to ignore half of the coin is just suppressing it and causing it to come out in distorted ways come out in ways that you can't control right but if you acknowledge both and you allow them both the time to shine then, then you at least have power over when it's going to come. It's not going to sneak up and you can be like, why, why do I feel like this? What's happening? Right. Why did I scream at, at the baby? Like it's because <laughs> you didn't handle your shit. And, it, yeah. Harmony. Go ahead, Papa. You need the good and the bad. You know, what do you call it? Shadow work? Shadow work. <laughs> A lot of people don't do shadow work. I love the shadow work. <laughs> yeah, I love the shadow work. I know you in the Fedwar. <laughs> you in the Fedwar right now. You guys want to elaborate a little bit about shadow work? Oh, man. From, I've learned it a lot from Shanti and pretty much working on the devil part of you or the bad part of you that you're not too proud of. But at the end of the day, if you actually work on that, the devil can actually work for you, I feel. You know what I mean? And you're like, hey, devil, go do my bidding compared to being controlled by your devil but i'm not there yet i'm trying to you know get on that plane but i get it now before i could never even like you know comprehend that type of uh i don't even want to call it uh thinking uh way of thinking you know where you could like make a negative attribute of like you know like not negative like you know but Sir, shame is a program. Elaborate more on that. No, I'm going to tell you, shame is a programming that is used to keep us trapped into this third dimension of consciousness. So that's why we have bad or good. There's nothing that's bad or good. Do you understand that when that people call a woman a whore, but in when we were trapped on slavery, some of our sister, some of my ancestors went and slept with the slave master and made him fall in love with them, and they would take secrets from them that we would use to liberate ourselves. Now is she a whore, or is she a hero? You gotta know how to use these energies and these frequencies. Sometimes you gotta tap into your Jezebel frequency. (laughs) But if you, but if it's in your shadow, you'd be, you'd be, we would be still be enslaved. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? Oh yes, I am right here with you, love. Ahead, you gotta, take you, it you over. gotta befriend every part of you because then you can like invoke it. Like, I mean, my journey, I was always trying to be like, you know, small, meek, and kind, and peaceful, and nice, and all that. But like, in this journey of accepting that like shadows exist and like forgiving myself, there, I'm able to like meet myself in a new space and really. Um, dive into different emotions and understand why they're there and then not only that use them when I need to because there's moments where I'm like I need to invoke my anger right now like my anger is going to be the best way to deliver this message so I'm going to call it in I'm going to be like yo anger pull up we got to deliver this message in this way so but if I'm not friends with my anger if I don't understand it if I'm repressing it then 
going to come out sideways. I'm just going to be looking crazy and breaking windows and stuff instead of, <laughs> instead of <laughs> delivering a message in a way that is like firm. And you know what I mean? You got to break a window. Yeah, make it, make it work for you. These are the absolute. <laughs> and like the thing about shadow work, it's like people have to understand that your emotions are these are messengers. And some of them are these entities. You've got to understand that um, trauma, it all gets trapped in your DNA and gets passed along from generation to generation to generation. So the lack of trust we have, sometimes it, a lot of it is genetic. The fear that we have, that we don't even know where it comes from. Sometimes you're just sitting in your fucking house. You want to cry out of nowhere. That that sadness is not yours. And that's why mm -hmm. it's important for us to not suppress them. Because think about the 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 uh, the generations of ancestors who've been crying through us. But instead of saying, no, let me take this time to sit with this feeling of sadness and honor it and allow it to have its time. You take it and suppress it and say, I ain't got time for that. When you angry, instead of saying, hmm, something's telling me I got to move, I got to take action, you suppress it and say, there is no, I'm not supposed to be angry. So there are these emotions, we separate them, good or bad, when there is no good or bad. We're sitting here, we are just transmuting, experiencing, observing us ourselves, experience these emotions, and understanding how to move based on what the message is that they have to say. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things uh -oh. are in our shadow, guys. If you do shadow work, you might have been a person who was a great dancer. You've been dancing for all your past lives, but then you grew up in a very uh, strict house. They told you never to dance and you never danced. You start doing shadow work. Something tells you you get in your house, put on some music. Something tells you start dancing. All of a sudden you fucking doing this. You don't even know where it came from. You're like, what? It was in your shadow. Mm, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I definitely want to say a couple things to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like shadow work can be like a key to unlocking abilities within yourself. It can be a way to access parts of your Akashic record or anything like that inside of you just to, you know, to activate something that you don't even know existed because you stopped yourself from doing it. You suppressed a certain emotion or suppressed an expression of yourself that needed to exist um and the other thing I was going to say real quick too is I feel more called to I mean I'm always called to do shadow work but now like another reason to do it is that when you repress emotions you're gonna leave that for your lineage you're leaving that for the next one yep. you, you're not handling it so you're just passing it on to what energy is, is coming next and that's not cool just because you're not going to do the work you're going to just put it on somebody <laughs> else no I'm trying to have everybody behind me be well so let me do this work for me and them community wow. absolutely what would you mm. say about community you gotta do it for the community the genetic community absolutely I knew there was going to be a community in here <laughs> right? you need a community everything yeah. Without the community, we have no you. Okay. That, that is, that I, is, yep, go ahead. How do you feel about, uh, like, people doing a mushroom trip to, to figure out more of what they should be working on or anything like that of that nature? Oh, that's a great question. I'm here for it. <laughs> go ahead, Shanti. 
Okay, I literally was, I'm always watching something, okay, but I was just watching a video and they basically were talking about how plant medicine is like another tool to to get to healing, right? Because they were saying you can access a lot of this through meditation as well and there's other ways, but plant, if, if, if healing is a screw, right? Um, meditation or other ways of accessing that healing is is like a screwdriver, but plant medicine is a drill. It's just like wow. an accelerated, <laughs> accelerated way to get to that healing. Isn't that a cool analogy? I was like, you right. Because like, yeah. if you think about it, like somebody was trying to group it in with the word with drugs, but it's no. like, no. no. People How do that because be? they want to feel cool. When they want to feel cool. They think it's there, but but it's like drugs is numbing. Plant medicine does not numb you. That brings that, like the yeah. antigen sensations. So like you are gonna go right to it. You can't use it as an avoidance. Plant this medicine yeah. is gonna bring you to it. So that is I think people would only call it a drug having ever really done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I uh, had like a negative effect when they did do it. They were on like sure. bad people or looking. Or in a bad mood, or or you know did too much, or you know didn't they honor, didn't respect it. You know, there right. you go. Yo, so when you know that everything, most of ninety percent of your actions are rooted out, uh, are based in the subconscious, and that the subconscious you can only reprogram it through repetition and through imagery, and you start realizing that when you um, when in a lot of times you can't reprogram your subconscious because the, the 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 conscious mind is always interjecting it and it won't allow you to really absorb what you what you, needs to happen so when you take this plant medicine it causes your conscious the, the the frontal lobe the consciousness the kind of your ego self to kind of shut down so the ego shuts down the true self comes out with all kinds of messages sometimes it allows you to navigate other dimensions of yourself and then you go into lower dimensions and you find things that need to be rooted. For example, I had what people would call a bad trip, no such thing. I, and I, I think I talked to you about it, Shanti. I, I took the trip and then all of a sudden, um, I like these. I just started hearing the worst things anybody could ever tell you. Like you're ugly, you're fat, you're dumb, no one loves you, you have no friends, you're not talented. Like, the worst things and the, pro the problem is it wouldn't stop. It just kept coming at me, pow, 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 pow. And like I started shriveling up. And then I looked at it and I'm like, yo, you are just thoughts. And it made sense to me that the devil lives in my head. And, I, and that's when I wrote the song, the devil in my head won't let me get a bed because like the, the, it just wouldn't let me go to sleep. It would just tell me how bad. And I realized it was just, it was a lie. It was a lie because I could go into myself and I realized I'm not a bad person. I've actually done really great things. And I started laughing at it. Mm. And that's when I realized I have power over the devil. Because the devil that was in me, those thoughts make me act out of a defensive mode. When I walk into a room and I think you don't like me, I'm already defensive. And that's what those thoughts were. They were there all the fucking time. I just, they were in the subconscious. I didn't realize why I was so tense. Once I did that, I became, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I overcame my, the devil, okay? Yeah. I, I, I slept with the devil. Hey. And I birthed the goddess, me. Mm. Uh, do you look at it like a trial then huh like you had to beat that level to to level up yep 
if yeah. you don't if you don't sit down and integrate these emotions they remain stuck in you and they keep repeating repeating until it's like a child mom 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 mom, mom. <laughs> that's literally what it does until you fucking get over until you're like ah okay fine let me sit with it and it might not happen in this life it might take you a couple lives to get to that mom point some people have oh, a damn. long tolerance for suffering <laughs> i am here to suffer for the greater good of myself <laughs> yo fucking church well, talking about people... it. you gotta suffer you can't remember when the catholic church told women they can only have sex uh, in a missionary position wow yeah <laughs> i am not catholic yo yo shanti said i'd be locked away <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> they said, so now you go. <laughs> I was like, damn, why is the Catholic Church getting into positions? How do they care? It's control, B. Why would God care about that? <laughs> why would God make it so great if we weren't supposed to do that? Exactly. Know, why he put those parts like that? Why he make it? <laughs> What? That's why I'm telling you guys, this is why you need to know voodoo. In voodoo, there is no judgment. In fact, the most um, outrageous law, the Gede. I don't know if you've heard of Gede. It's about to be their season. Shout out to the Gede. I shit. Gede, they're like these, uh, they're, they're basically the souls um, that are in the cemetery that never have, that don't have families taking care of them. They don't have people who have altars. And as a result, the loi Baron Samedi reclaim them. And so they're with Baron Samedi. But these are very, very old spirits who have no respect for a lot of the aspects of humanity, like greed, people who, uh, who feel like their, their, their shell is themselves. So what will happen sometimes, you'll go to a carnaval in Haiti and a, a, a shot, like, a, how do you say shot in English? The parade float, the float coming by with the voodoo queer people would start playing some Getty rhythms. The, the, the women who are the senator's wives, the light-skinned, very aristocratic women, get it will possess them. And all of a sudden they'll start grinding really aggressively, just cussing, saying, we're like, get Guyad, And then they get embarrassed. But then what is there to be embarrassed about? Who would you be here without Guyad? <laughs> I'm asking a real fucking question. Would you be here without Guyad? You know what I'm saying? Respect the Guyad, god damn it. We would not be here without it, first of all. You know what I'm saying? Second, uh, when, you, when you look at Get It, what do they do? They do a circle. What does a circle represent? Life. What moves in a circle? Time. So it represents eternity, the Guyad. Mm. You know what I'm <laughs> wow. You see that? that? But then what do they do? They make it demonic. Why are you Guyad? What else is there? Your sacral chakra. Who needs sacral chakra work more than the black woman? If y'all don't know where the yeah, sacral yeah, chakra yeah. is, the sacral chakra is the work. sex chakra that governs the organs. And all sexual trauma gets stored there. Mm-hmm. There you go. I remember you telling me that like twerking actually made you better from that, right? Like if you have trauma, if you twerk, you get twerk away with trauma, apparently. It's releasing. Yeah, it releases it. It releases shame. It releases guilt. Mm-hmm. A lot of energy can get stored and trapped in like our hips, in that lower area, in the sacral area you're talking about. So, uh, and, you know, 
I'm sure there's moving through emotions yep. is so, right. If you think about emotions is energy in motion. So you got to move through it. Yeah. And a lot of it is in your hips. A lot of it is in your hips. That's why if you look at a lot of our the old school dances, sexual dances, there's a lot of hip movement. What people will call twerking is not new. It's ancient. And it's yeah. a gift given to us for healing. Don't bastardize our gifts, please. That part. You know what I'm saying? And then people don't know why they're doing it because they're they're I don't want because they're not awakened. They're just being moved by the spirit within them. They're like, oh, I need to go to the club tonight. I need to go have, but we but the, they'll judge like, are oh, you going to the club? No, go to the club. Get you have you heard of get it? Get is about having fun. Get is about drinking. Get is about loving life. Get is about fucking. Get is about you know what I'm saying. Be a full step. You want to tap into your darkness? Tap into get it, bitch. Because get it gives you the full breath of who you are with no judgment. Mm. Okay, no judgment, my dog. Whatever the fuck you want to do, as long as you're not harming another person, because that's gonna come back to you. Live your life. That's get it. Mm -hmm. Honor yourself. That's why they don't like when people like when you know damn well you want to be twerking with the rest of us. Uh Oh my. Gotcha. What is that? What is that? That's why I am the way that I am. People were, were like, "You, you have to be a, you're an attorney. You have to be proper. What do you? What is this? What? What is all the spiritual stuff that you're doing?" I'm like, "Fuck that shit," and fuck you for trying. No, sorry. I love you for trying to correct me because it's coming from a place of love from that person, whether they know it or not, because mm-hmm. it's fear. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I, but I'm I, I'm here to, to show people you can do whatever the fuck you want to do on this planet. Be whoever the fuck you want to be. This this planet is mental. This universe is mental. It's a mental plane. That's why I'm fucking doing what I'm doing in this in these streets because I don't have to have any money. I just need to make sure my frequency is where it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. That that brings the topic of like expression and how necessary it is and how powerful it is. Just like being yourself out loud and and not um letting other outside judgments stop that because you never know who who is inspired by that like just yourself being I, we were talking about this earlier just m- me being can can give somebody else permission to be as well right You're like she's talking about all this stuff I didn't know that was allowed. She looks like me. I, I could talk about that too. And it almost makes me think of too how, um, I mean, he said it a little bit earlier, but just like how accessible everything is. Like um, having that mentality when you see something and being like, I can do that. You know what I mean? And acting on it. Like that's definitely a piece of power I got over right. from Mr. Fenwar over here is just like, seeing how accessible everything is you know so many times we're together and it's like we could do that you could do yeah. that and then I kind of look at that stuff being like yeah I can't do that you were right what the hell so boom we're all good come through you're good we're all good we're all the mind we're all the old yo he's coming through with these nuggets that are powerful <laughs> like sprinkling <laughs> took them all they're <laughs> all super powerful the thing is like you you're a god when you realize that you're a god until then you are just being used by the gods that part 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 